Jill, good morning. Morning. What did you think of the big game last night? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, you know, it was, like, just as a football fan, really horrible. <laughs> like, three quarters, it felt so sloppy and awful. But, man, what a finish. Was... We got an extra quarter out of it, and as a uh, CBS gal, uh, couldn't, ha- couldn't be happier <laughs> with the rating. It was a great night last night, certainly. But I got to thinking about uh, our favorite people, our favorite couple, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. What happens from a financial standpoint, Jill, if they end up getting hitched sometime soon? Well, first of all, you know I'm totally rooting for that. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. Uh, Listen, this is an interesting conversation. Here we are. It's Valentine's Day week. I know everyone's kind of getting geared up for that. But I I thought about that as well. I'm like, wow, you know, she is just so much wealthier than he is. So what does that mean? It means that they probably are going to have to have like a real money conversation. But don't we all need to have that conversation? Because so many people who are either living together, coupling up, getting married, we all come into these relationships with different money habits. So we have to talk about that. And then we have to decide whether or not we need some sort of legal arrangement outlining what would happen if we either don't get married and uh, we break up or we do get married and there's some, some extenuating circumstances. These nuptial agreements, whether before, prenuptial, after, postnuptial, or even an agreement that is covering couples if they aren't legally married, the no-nup, these are all interesting documents to consider. Very unromantic, of course. Uh, how do you have those tough conversations, Jill? Is there strategies for that? Well, don't have it on have Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, come on. Um, you know, I think what's really hard about these conversations is that they often will sort of go into, like, the concrete, like, oh, here's how much student loan debt mm-hmm. I have, and here's how much money I make. But the more important part of the conversation is really the emotional stuff. Because, again, we're getting, people are getting married much later in life, and we all develop habits along the way. And some of the conversations could be tough just to acknowledge, like, yeah, we're all screwed up about money in some way, right? So, you know, maybe your parents controlled you with money. Maybe you're a, a, a first-generation American where your parents gave up so much, and so you feel ashamed if you're not good with money and to honor them. Maybe you're just kind of flummoxed by it all. And, and I think that if you actually have that conversation with the person you're, you're going to either marry or you're going to be a long, in a long-term relationship with that person, I think that makes the other parts of the conversation much easier. But, you know, it's a tough place to start, right? So. You kind of do it when there's no heat going on. There's no fight over anything. But you just have a conversation like, well, what was it like for you? Like, do you feel like you have, like, a weird relationship with money? I do. You know, like, and just and open and start it that way. What about these prenumps, these no-numps that we talked about a second ago? Overall, are they a good idea, or does it vary situation by situation? Uh, it's totally situational. You know, I've, I've heard horror stories, you know, friends of mine who have said, like, well, I really needed it. I really wanted a prenup, but I brought it up, and it was just received terribly. And so, you know, it, it has to be done gingerly. I think that when you have, you know, especially in a second marriage, when you have children in a prior relationship, maybe if you're part of a closely held business, family business, that's when you really start to see that there can be a need for a legal document. And I also think that if you are not legally married, sometimes a document is even more important because there's no, if you break up, there's no structure to dissolve your relationship financially. And there have been plenty of horror stories about people who say, well, you know, I lived in, my boyfriend and I lived together for eight years. It was his house, 
but, you know, I lived there. I supported myself, and there were no documents, and he passed away suddenly, and his siblings kicked me out. You know, so you just want everything clearly outlined, and that's what a document is good for. Okay, but I'll let you go with this and the real question. Now that football season is over, what are we going to do when we don't see Taylor and Travis on TV every single week? I guess you can follow them on social and check out an album coming out. I'm just going to, you know, this is an interesting time. So um, are you a sports fan of other types? Are you going to like, no, no. Like, I don't play golf, so I don't care about the Masters. Oh, I do. I'm, I'm big into the golf, the March Madness, uh, the Masters, I'm, I'm all of it. Whole, I'm going hard into hockey because we're ice hockey fans in this family. Oh, really? Okay. Who's your team? Yeah. Uh, the New York Islanders. Okay. The actual, uh, just to put the dynasty in, in some sort of like scale for you. We're talking about a dynasty for Kansas City or a dynasty for the New England Patriots, right? Yeah. The Islanders won four Stanley Cups in a row. That's a dynasty. It sure is. We're, we're all trying to chase the Rangers down here in Carolina, so we're going to try to chase down the Rangers, and maybe we can get an Islanders-Hurricanes playoff series. What do you think? That would be fantastic. As long as you beat the Rangers, you'll always be my friend. Okay, we love it. Uh, Jill, you're always great to us. We'll talk again soon. Have a great week. Take care.